it's, it's not even about the amount that you're putting out. It's also like what you're learning through the process and how comfortable you're getting, um, especially in front of the camera, because that's a big issue for a lot of people, but the more you get used to it, the more you get used to hearing your own voice on camera and seeing your mannerisms and all that kind of stuff, like you'll get used to it. But if you don't do it, you'll never get used to it. And you're just going to be back where you started. So start small, um, but that's not even small. Just start, start with once a week. Exactly. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome everybody to level up the content edition content creation edition when is it not about content it always is content yes that's true well anyway i think uh, it's only fitting that rather than just putting stuff out there we talk about putting stuff out there <laughs> it's like we're in the matrix we're right gonna now. tell you as opposed to show you but we're showing you and telling you We'll do the whole nine. And if anybody's got questions, as always, throw them in there. Let us know. But in the meantime, let's just run our mouths. How about that? Sounds good. What's what we're good at? Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't understand what we're talking about, which I'm going to guess is a big fat nobody, content is really where things are going. I think people think about it in mostly a digital. We were talking about it today. We did a content creation session in the office and everybody kind of centers it around. We got to make videos. We got to make videos. And that's a huge part of it. That's probably a bulk of what we'll talk about, but content is really the stuff you put out there that people consume in general about you and about your business and how you are making yourself known and giving people the opportunity to uh, digest your message. Mm. Yeah. I can give you an example I had yesterday, actually, about the importance of content creation. Um, I have a client, a past client, that is currently actually looking for a commercial building uh, with her family. They own a a business, and I don't know anything about commercial, so I wanted to refer it to somebody, and I don't know, I I know a few, but I wanted to give them a few different options of referrals, because that's what we do as responsible realtors. And I went online on Instagram and TikTok, but um, just to search for commercial realtors, the hashtag commercial realtor, um, just kind of try to find somebody to get a sense of who they are, because I have referred them to people in the past and it hasn't worked out. So um, I wanted to try to get a sense of who these people were that I was referring them to and hope to see, you know, maybe some videos, some personality, all that kind of stuff. I could find nothing, nothing. That's not to say commercial realtors have no personality. No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying, listen, I'm saying if you're a commercial realtor, start putting out content about commercial real estate and educating people, you will get a lot of referrals because I think that's super important. And it's, 
again, I'm not in the world. So maybe there is a lot of people out there in the commercial space doing this, but I don't see a lot. I see a lot on the residential side, not a lot on the commercial side. And I know your clients are likely not on Instagram and TikTok, but for referrals, I think you could probably really get a lot of good referrals that way. Okay. So that ties into maybe squashing a misnomer about the reason for content. And I think everyone's got different opinions, but everyone that I speak to about content and rightfully so is talking about making content for the purpose of getting clients full stop. I want the people who I'm going to be working with to see my stuff, love me, call me, give me business. But let's not forget that there are a lot of different branches on that tree. I think the most relatable one is the one you just talked about, which is it's not just necessarily for clients. If you want to be a face out there who other realtors can see and feel that you're trustworthy or a good fit for clients they might have in a particular area or niche or whatever you're focusing on, that's as useful in the same context as if other people see your content, consume your content, and know other people who they think that you might uh, be able to connect with. And then even beyond that, just building a following of people who right now aren't necessarily in that wheelhouse. But what we always talk about and we'll continue to talk about is building a pipeline, building a database, filling your CRM, having the ability to have names to draw from that you can get to know and that can get to know you. So without putting things out there, obviously you don't achieve that. If you're not out there, nobody's seeing you. No one will ever get to know the real you. It's true. And a lot of people are searching that way right now. It's, it's how people typically get started. Maybe they're, they're Googling or, you know, as I, as I did yesterday, going on Instagram and seeing who's out there and who people can connect with. So it's not only about the creation of content, but as you said, people really getting to know who you are so they feel comfortable reaching out to you. And we've done that recently with other things uh, when it comes to just finding different mortgage partners to work with or lawyers or things like that. Like the more value and content that other people are putting out there, the more uh, most people will gravitate towards you because um, they feel comfortable with you. They know what to expect and it's a good situation. So it's, it's important. And I know a lot of us shy away from the video side of things, but again, the video is the best way to showcase who you are. I'm a guy in a hoodie today. It's always funny. I start my day. I, I, I used to, but well, you know me for a long time. I hope clearly. So. <laughs> um, there was a time where I wore a suit every day and I've transitioned out of that because this is comfortable. But at the same time, now I wake up in the morning and as I'm leaving, I ask myself, oh shit, am I going to be on like video stuff today? <laughs> like, and, and is this fitting for the stuff that's going to be out there? Because just because you don't have meetings, it doesn't mean you might not be creating content, you know, and there's nothing wrong with a hoodie. I'm just, I'm just saying if I was doing some sort of content today around low, you know, Mr. Professional or whatever, put a tie on this hoodie, a little bow tie. That would be a look. Yeah. But that trend. So the, when we're talking about anything, especially this, let's get into all kind of the breakdowns of how we can tackle this kind of the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, the how. Mm -hmm. um, 
because like with everything else, if you're not making content or you're confused with what you're putting out there or what you should be putting out there, you need a place to start and you need to have a plan and an understanding of how to put that together. So why don't we walk everybody through where they should be starting and what they should do with it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you started it off with who, the who, I think that's the main thing because that's going to determine what the what type of content you're going to be putting out there. Um, so who are you trying to attract? And I think a lot of us fall into the trap we, of, um, you know, kind of poking fun at our industry or poking fun at agents or whatever it is, but does that actually serve your ideal audience? Um, and maybe it does, maybe it's, it's fun to joke around. You want to show the, the light lighter side of things, but um, it's really important to keep the who in mind when you're creating content. So you don't end up going down a road that really doesn't serve the purpose. I mean, unless you love creating content 24 hours a day, it's going to be a big waste of your time. If you're not getting the attention from the people that you want, it'll still be a waste of your time. Even if you love creating content, if you're That's doing true. it 24 hours yeah, a day, it's no, true. Cause I love creating not, content and it can be a big yeah, waste it, of time. It's, it's yeah. a waste of time. If it's not tied into a plan and a goal. And because of that, if you don't have a plan for yourself, which this is not an episode about that. Go back, listen to any of the stuff we've talked about with business planning, strategy, focus, all that stuff. If you don't yet have direction for your business, jumping right into content doesn't, to me, it doesn't make a great deal of sense, right? Because you're, you're blindly putting stuff out there without knowing why to who or anything like that. So establish for yourself the reason you're doing this, but caution red flag, don't get caught in analysis paralysis with content, like with anything else. Because most of the people that I know who aren't putting out content are doing it because they're creating excuses for themselves about why they're not ready to do it or why they don't have the equipment to do it. Whatever that excuse is, make it a point of getting rid of those excuses. And the easiest way to do that is to just establish the reason you're doing it and that will lead to, which we're going to talk about, generating the ideas, establishing where to put the stuff, when to put the stuff out there, you know, uh, the ability to measure what you're doing, all of that stuff. If you don't know who you're going to, you're just putting out posts because you want to put out posts, which again is fine, but it's not going to achieve the goal that you've set out for yourself. Mm -hmm. yep. So the who is number one, definitely determine that. Um, and then what is obviously the type of content and, you know, don't worry, it doesn't have to all be video posts all the time. Um, you know, it, there can be a, a, a different type of, of, um, I guess, uh, there, there's, uh, there's different options out there. You can do reels, you can do, um, I don't know, I'm trying to blank. I don't know what's wrong with me so, today. I can't talk. Hello. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> well, I, and there's, there's no, all kinds I'm just of media. Of, and I mean, yeah. I think if we're talking first about, yeah, the type that you're putting out there, it could be articles, it could be newsletters, it could be advertising in different ways. It could be print stuff. It could be, um, you know, the stuff you're bringing with you when you go door knocking. But well, I think also, we're talking specifically about social media today, aren't we? Or no? Well, well, I mean, content is content. But yeah, we're going to focus on social media. It's just, it depends on who you're going after. 
and how you're hitting them. But yeah, okay, we can focus on digital. I mean, if it's just digital, yeah, is it YouTube videos? Is it reels? Is it the occasional posts with images and things like that that are going out there? Um, and like, and also like how you're, you're like, is it humorous? Is it strictly, you know, very serious and educational? And, it, and that draws back to the who that you're trying to go after. But even that type of stuff, um, it's important to consider as well. And what you enjoy doing too. So let, let's... Let's be clear, when we're talking about the who here, it's potentially a demographic group. Like this is going back to the stuff we've talked about for other weeks. It's, are you niching in a certain area? Is the who a certain area geographically? Is it a type of person? Is it families? Is it a sector of buyers, sellers, first timers, investors, lease, whatever it is, all of those different sub groups are going to dictate right away the types of content you put out there and where it's going to be. So when we're saying who, it's it's good to be specific to understand the kind of message. We do the same thing when we're pitching listings to people with understanding who the buyers are in the area to gear a marketing plan towards those sorts of people, right? So that I figure everybody understood that, but just like that's what you're trying to answer in the beginning. And then when it comes down to what and where, Part of that is going to be dictated by if you're, for example, dealing with a business community of investors or whatever, your content might be situated in a place like LinkedIn or maybe, mm -hmm. or I, I don't know, it, it depends, but it also yeah. integrates with the type of person you are, like you were saying, yeah. right? Yeah. And a great, like, I mean... LinkedIn is a great example um, because something that I started doing through the RICO campaigning is as I was doing a lot of videos around like our rules and regulations. So less, you know, humorous, but more informative, that kind of stuff. And I did cross post that across different platforms, including LinkedIn. And it generated a lot of good discussion with people I've actually never spoken to before in the industry. Um, so it kind of exposes you, as you said, to a different audience. If it, if it's kind of like the audience you're looking to go to, like, I'm not going to post most of my, you know, funny Instagram videos on, on LinkedIn, like, you know, each platform tends to serve a different purpose, but if there is opportunity to do that cross posting it, first of all, gets you a wider audience, um, but also uh, saves you time because you're not creating two different types of content for two different types of platforms. So just keep that in mind as well. You might run into points where you decide on content that works for a certain thing and that dictates where it's going to go, right? So mm -hmm. there's not a a decisive, like I need to post on LinkedIn once a week necessarily. Like if you've got different things, I'm the same as you when I was focused or when I put things out that are industry and maybe it's related to the board or maybe it's related to regulations, things like that. I'm more likely to either cross post it to a place like LinkedIn or start in, in a place like there hmm. versus if I'm putting a music video about a listing I've got out there, that's not going to touch LinkedIn right? Like that's going to be in a place like Instagram or somewhere like that, because that's where the audience lives, who I'm going after. And even the tone of the post. And I don't know, like, what, what are your thoughts on kind of going against the grain on tone? For example, like putting a funny thing on LinkedIn or putting, I think it's easier to put a serious thing anywhere. You're not Safer. really. 
I'd say, it's you know safer. what? It's actually funny. Cause I did that yesterday. The video I put up on Instagram, just talking about, it was, it was about Tressa, but it was more of a funnier video. It was like me, um, mouthing along with words. Um, and I hesitated for a minute because I had like the, um, the description in my post and it was more informative and just talking about the actual rules and things like that. And I thought, oh, am I just going to post like maybe just a picture with that text or should I just put up the video and see what happens? And so I decided, ah, screw it. I'm just going to put up the video and see kind of what sort of reaction I get. And it was funny. Um, one person commented who I think is also very serious. Um, he first commented about the information I was sharing. And then he commented again saying, oh, I just realized like I took your video off mute because it wasn't on, it wasn't, um, it was muted at first. And he's like, that's hilarious, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny how, yeah, you never know what, how people are going to react to things. And sometimes I'm like, oh, is this too unprofessional for LinkedIn? But then it's you, right? So it should be good to put things out there in all different platforms to show people who you are. Couple things out of that. One is I remember when anytime I'd put a video or a reel up, I added that little icon on the screen that said sound on. Mm. But I feel, and I guess you do too, that like the audience generally has been, they've learned that when they see stuff like that, there's sound, but maybe not. You're right. Like there's people out there who are going to consume things. And if you've got a reel or a video that's completely dependent on the audio. Yeah. And people are scrolling through and they're in their volumes off or whatever. It could look ridiculous. But That's what the I was other, thinking, because <laughs> I did but, have captions and I didn't like you wouldn't well, get it though, until that, you actually, that helps yeah, if the captions are help. there, but that but wasn't actually, like but for the one that you did, yeah. for the one that you did though, the captions didn't match the audio. Right. So it, it so must've looked so that makes stupid it really to somebody weird. not listening well, to no, it. <laughs> it. It looked, it was, it's interesting. So to people who didn't see the reel and, and follow Katie at katie.steinfeld, if you didn't see it, <laughs> the text was serious, generally speaking but the audio was sort of poking fun at the text. Mm -hmm. So not hearing it didn't make it useless. It just made it more of a serious video and it hearing it made it a funny combination. video. So it's almost like you can enjoy it twice. That's kind of an interesting way to consume it. But the other thing that you said, which will always keep plowing home on people is don't second guess and don't be embarrassed and wonder what are people gonna think about this? Because that is, especially when you're starting, the reason you're not going to post things yeah. or you post something and it doesn't get whatever, whatever reaction you were expecting or hoping for. And you never want to post things ever again, because, oh my yeah. God, I got three likes and they're from my mother, my sister, and I liked it myself one time. Right. Like, <laughs> and I keep watching life. it over and over again. And, yeah. And all the views <laughs> are myself laughing at my own humor that no one else finds funny. Yeah. But but that's okay. Like just even this as an example of we've recorded our podcast a million different ways. We've recorded it sitting in a closet to try to get the audio right. We've recorded it on vacation. We've done it live, not live, whatever. And we're just sitting here today saying, okay, let's just be live as an additional way to be out there. And if we say stuff that we're going to regret later, or that we probably didn't prepare to say whatever it's out there, it's gone. And JP's saying some of my posts would be hilarious without volume. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll go through a run of all my old videos with the sound off and That's see. Yeah, just acting it out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Like, yeah, it's just 
there's, I, I, we spoke actually today, this morning when we were doing content creation, uh, one of our agents, shout out to Nadia, was telling me about how um, somebody that she follows, like her whole thing was you just do one take and put it up there and it's not going to be perfect, but at least you've put it out there and it's your content for the day and you can move on. So I think that's also really important is like, let's not obsess over it. I would say the more informative pieces of content, if you're not good with just kind of talking off the top of your head and making it sound cohesive, I'm I'm not great at that, to be honest. I do. I was hoping you'd lose your train of thought in the middle of that sentence. It would have been perfect. Well, I do it all the time on this podcast and we don't edit it, but I'm just saying that, you know, when I'm trying to talk about something, um, I want to make sure I get all the facts because if I don't do it with, with some sort of a script, I find I get really frustrated watching it afterwards and saying, oh, I forgot to mention this. So when you have it more scripted, at least you make sure you include everything. And if you just download a teleprompter app onto your phone, you can record it. It looks like you're looking at the screen, which is helpful. Cause I always, there's, there's some videos I see where people are looking off kind of into the distance, which is very distracting. Um, and over time you can get a little bit better at looking a little natural, um, while you're reading, like it doesn't, it's not perfect in terms of like the natural aspect of things, but at least you get everything you want out, um, in the post and you also get it done quicker. Cause you're not continually going back and fumbling over your words and stopping the video and redoing it. Um, so I have found, especially for those more informative videos that I like to do, having a teleprompter is really, really helpful to just get her done and move on. And you get better with practice from the natural aspect of things. Well, like you said, especially for things that are tied to factual information, because you don't want to be, to me, it's less about forgetting things and more about misinforming people because you're going off the cuff on things. Like I love being, <laughs> well, that's true. I love that's being ad libbing and, and saying what's coming to my mind. But when it's something that's like, regulation related or something that could yeah. influence people in a way that's inappropriate, you don't want to be going off the top of your head and regretting no. it later. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm going to say that I thought was very interesting, and this is sort of a very, it's kind of like an inception of content kind of a thing here. But when you go online, and I was just curious because we just decided we were going to do the episode on this like an hour ago. And I just wanted to see what the world is saying about content creation. So I just did a quick Google search. Mm -hmm. Maybe this doesn't come as a shock to you. I mean, it kind of doesn't to me, but it's ridiculous. I looked at like, you know, when you Google something and there's all kinds of like suggested like answers to your question with like little drop downs. Yeah. yeah. There is, I'm not making this up in here. There is a, so there's the five C's of content creation. There's the four E's of content creation <laughs> or pillars, the five, three, two content rule, the 90, 10 rule. Oh God. The no. 80, 20 rule, the 70, 30 rule, the 60, 40 rule, the my 40, 40, 20 up. rule, the 50, no. 30, 20 rule, oh my God. the 30, 60, 90 rule, the 70, 20, 10 rule, the 30, 30, 30 rule, which doesn't even add up to a hundred. So I don't know what that rule is. I might want to read that <laughs> one and it keeps going. So the point there is I'm sure there's fantastic ideas in all these. And I looked at a couple and there's actually one that I liked, mm -hmm. but there is not a formula, people, okay? There's lots of formulas and they all have resonated with somebody and that's why they're all somewhere out there. So again, if you convince yourself you need to 
follow some sort of a set. Are you doing okay over there? You're like, like jumping up and down. My chair is stuck in the rug, so I try well, to move it up, but it's that's not. What you get for, oh, that's what you there. get for a rigid chair on a thick rug. It's true. It's not, not very what it practical, is. but it looks Anyway, good. I should have kept talking and let you do your romper room over there. Sorry. <laughs> but there's so many different ways to look at anything, but content creation, ironically, has way too much content about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so don't get lost in the, am I doing this right for too long? You can read these things, you can get inspired by them, but find your place quickly and start putting stuff out there. Find your groove. I get into the groove. No, seriously, because like, I um, I know batching is is something that I want to do more of. And I think it's something I can work on, but at the same today. time, we did, it we did, we did it today. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But, um, I also find I get more out of it and I, I actually do better when it's more just like, I see an idea, I do it. Like it's off the top of my head. Like I get that inspiration. So you don't have to do it the same way everybody else does it. Like if somebody goes into a studio and, you know, films 30 videos for the next month and that's how they do it. And they get somebody to do your captions and all that, which is what a lot of people do. You don't have to do it that way. Like it, it it's just your, it, you got to factor in your personality, what you enjoy doing and connect that back to who you're trying to talk to. And as you said, there's no way, like main way to do that. You, you have to find it. And that's, what's so great about social media and content. You can make it your own and through that process, you're going to attract the people that you're going to really love working with. So it's all going to work out really well for you if you just get confident with how you you do it for yourself. And don't misinterpret that for, because obviously consistency, like with everything, is super key. When you're in that groove, you want things to be consistent so people start to get to know you. But everything can turn into an excuse the same way. If you start feeling like, well, I don't know if this is the thing I'm going to be consistent with. My whole body just turned while I said that. Um, and therefore I'm just going to wait until I know what I want to be consistent with. No, just put it out there. JP yeah. just dropped a Tony Soprano quote. That's very fitting for this. More is lost by indecision than the wrong decision. Very true. And in this case, that couldn't be more right. There's some cases, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. But when we're talking about content, bang on. Bang on. Tony Soprano knows. I'm not going to argue with him. Yeah, but I I have found that for myself. Like I started to do more content and slowly I figured out what I enjoyed doing, what my audience liked more. Um, and, and then you can kind of tweak it from there. But if you're not putting anything out there, you're never going to know what your audience likes. So just test things out, see what, what you like doing, see where your personality shines um, in terms of the content you're putting out there. And it's going to become a lot easier, but you have to start. So how can you start? Let's talk to those people that are just like, hell no, not going to do it. Never putting myself out there. I don't want to see myself on video. Why are, then why are you listening to this episode? Come on. They want to, because they want to. That's what I'm saying. They do want to. So when they say they don't want to, no, no, you do want to. They're just making up excuses why they don't want to. So when you don't have a direction, you don't do. Right. Especially if you're coming. Is that Tony Soprano? Is that Daniel Steinfeld original? That was that was that was my that was my take on on Tony. It was I was I was kind of looking, you kind of had like a little like, you know, you like that? 
Did I, said, did I? That'll be, I'm going to add that. That's the, uh, that's the, the two D's of content creation. There you go. That's don't direction, don't it. do. <laughs> um, but if you don't understand what your point is of what you're doing, you're either going to put something out there that you're going to be pissed off about, or that's not going to go anywhere, or that's not going to be consistent, or you're just not going to do it in the first place. So we've already beat to death the fact that you need a plan. You need to know who you're going after. Once you've got that, keep taking that plan forward, okay? Set a destination for yourself, right? Set a realistic destination. And by destination, I mean the output that's going to come from this, right? So first of all, don't come out of the gate saying, I need to do a post a day if that's not realistic for what you're trying to do. Say, so you know what? I know that based on who I'm going after, I think it's reasonable that I'm out there once a week to start with something good That's that a just gets my expectation feet wet. for most yeah. people. Mm -hmm. And so by the end of this month, I'm going to either have put out four posts or I'm going to have batched four posts that I can start the next period with ready to go and get these wheels in motion. Mm -hmm. That's how I would start because it's not a scary goal. And you work backwards from that. It's not that and now get going. Now you do a work back schedule from there, meaning breaking out all the steps that are involved to get to that end goal. And you already aren't intimidated by your end goal. So you shouldn't be intimidating breaking it down even more to make it easy to achieve. Does that make sense that way? Yep. Agreed. Yes. And I can tell you that most of you are going to say a post a week. Well, that's not enough. So what's the point in even doing it? The point is you're More going zero. <laughs> yeah. It's better than you have now. And it's a starting point and you've got to start somewhere. And once a week is probably more than most people are putting out there anyway. And it's, it's not even about the amount that you're putting out. It's also like what you're learning through the process and how comfortable you're getting, um, especially in front of the camera, because that's a big issue for a lot of people, but the more you get used to it, the more you get used to hearing your own voice on camera and seeing your mannerisms and all that kind of stuff, like you'll get used to it. But if you don't do it, you'll never get used to it. And you're just going to be back where you started. So start small, um, but that's not even small. Just start, start with once start. a week. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then as you're doing it, you're going to develop that groove. And you're going to get more comfortable with what works, what doesn't, and the process that makes sense for you. Exactly. I can't really hear that. I hear it from our office, but not from on the mic. Oh, you can't hear it? Oh, no, because your microphone's on. Your your earphones are on. That's okay. Oh, actually, no, that wouldn't matter. <laughs> I don't know why it wasn't was working. Maybe I'm oh, going crazy. Maybe I didn't I was hear it. I was trying to blast some get into the Comment groove. Comment if there. you heard it. Yeah. Anyway, I, I if you heard it. I had Madonna on 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 blast there. I thought that that would be like a kind of nice nice little side thing. It's fine. Mm -hmm. That explains how content doesn't always go as planned. Wait, and then and in that, terms, and that builds off of the audio thing you were saying. I'm sitting here dancing to mute <laughs> to you, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But in terms of the type of content, because I think a lot of people wonder, okay, I want to put out video. What am I going to do? Like you've got your audience, you know, you want who you are trying to attract, but what kind of content are you going to put out there? And so I'd say start getting inspiration from maybe from what others are doing, if that's helpful, like you and I both 
will go um, on Instagram reels and save different ideas that we think would relate back to the type of content we want to create. So that can be a great inspiration. Um, start there. Um, or if there's anybody else that you can think of that you enjoy their content, how can you take that um, concept. It's not, you're, it's, you're not stealing their idea because a lot of people do very similar content, but it comes out differently because they're different people. Um, so it's got to work for you. If you are a serious person and want to just give people facts and information, then don't go like, don't start dancing and pointing to things and like, you know, doing weird things because it's just not going to look good and it's not going to flow well with the type of person you are. On the other hand, if you're like the opposite and enjoy those kinds of things and like to have fun and do all those things, then, you know, you got to match it to your personality. I think that's really important. You have to understand the point of why you're putting it out there as well, right? There's the people you're going after, but are you there to educate? Mm -hmm. Are you there to entertain? Are you somewhere yeah. in the middle? And over time, it's very likely that you're going to develop a little bit of an approach that might combine the two, or maybe yeah. people come to know that one of your posts every week is an educational one. And one of them every week is an entertaining one. And maybe one of them is more brand related or about you or nothing to do with real estate or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think you need to know what lane you're living in as well as who you're talking to right? There's a lot of different contributing factors. And if you take a step back and you start to establish, like we've talked about with other strategy things, who am I? What do I like to do? What is the image that I'm trying to put out there that I'm comfortable with? Does it reach the audience I'm trying to go after, right? And what sort of outcome am I going for from the people who consume it? That's going to land you in a very specific spot where you can determine what this is going to look like. And at that point, maybe you go out and find ideas from other places, but ultimately, if you're able to do those things and land in some sort of a place, you're going to get engagement from people, right? And one sidebar there as well, which we've talked about, and then I'll pause for not talking so much. Engagement isn't just likes and comments and the stuff that you see, even though it feels like it is. People who are constantly seeing your stuff and pausing on it for just a couple of seconds, the way the technology is working and is getting more sophisticated over time is they're going to continue to see more of your stuff over time. Maybe they're following you, maybe they're not. I mean, the goal is if they start to follow you, yeah, they'll see more of your stuff also. But the more that you are drawing people in to just stop and look for a minute and stop and consume for a minute, that's engagement that you might never actually see with little hearts on your thing. So don't concern yourself with that stuff. And we see that all the time. Like people, it shocks me to this day. If someone comes up to me and says, man, I see you on Instagram, yada, 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 or I listen to your podcast or whatever it is, because I've never heard of these people and I appreciate it very much, but they're not out there liking everything we put out there. They just know that it's, that it's out there. Mm -hmm. And that should also bring you to a place where you're not as nervous when you don't get the click saying this isn't working. It might very well be working. And the more consistent you are at it, you're putting out there what you're intending to put out there to the people you're trying to reach. That's mm -hmm. all you should be concerned about. Yeah. Agreed. It was yeah. a bit of a rant. I was like, 
Yeah, it's true. I think, um, yeah, it's all, it's all really important and you've got to understand just the direction you want to take this, um, because it can get it, it, on the opposite side. It can be very easy to get wrapped up in doing this constantly all the time and not have any other time to focus on generating, you know, leads, um, maybe doing more stuff like from a repeat and referral standpoint, like this isn't all, it's not like this is like your job 24 hours a day. This is just like an element to help people get to know you a little bit better. So just make sure you remember that and don't get so wrapped up in the constant content creation wheel that a lot of us do get trapped in. That ties into time management as well, right? Like that is, we mentioned, yeah. obviously you're not doing this 24 hours a day, but if you're wondering about how much time do I need to spend doing this? One cure to that problem out of the gate is what you were talking about before, the ability to schedule a time to batch multiple things. So you're not always stressed that you need to put things out there, but you also shouldn't be taking your full day to create content, right? You need to be quick. You know, it's fine to do an edit or a retake or whatever. Like it doesn't mean if you do something and completely blow your lines and whatever, and you fall out of a chair and all these things that you're like, well, that was it. I get one take. I got to move on. But you need to be disciplined to just do things and keep going with your day because you have lots of other things that you're already doing, especially if you're not doing much content now. This is yeah. another layer on things for yourself. Yeah. So and if I can, yeah, make a suggestion just based on something that I've recently switched up is I prioritize the, uh, um, the conversations, the relationship building with my current, my past clients with potentially new clients first in the day. So if I go through my database and, you know, reach out to five people every single morning, and if I get that done, then moving on to making, making a video, it's kind of like a second, it goes second tier kind of thing because the immediate stuff, it's it's all about the conversations and the relationships. So make sure you're prioritizing that. Don't get make don't make content creation your priority. Um, it's very important because it you won't you, you it takes a longer time to build this up to a point where people are going to start reaching out to you. You're going to get referrals. Agents are going to start taking notice and saying, "Hey, she should be a great." Um, agent to refer my client to those kinds of things. So it takes time and that's why it's a slow buildup. So make sure, as you're saying before, it's like a layering effect, you're balancing it out in your day. Um, and so although I'm not great at batching, we're both not great at batching, even like this podcast, for example, we've said multiple times that we're going to try really hard to just like do all of our monthly episodes in one day, just to like have it out and ready to and go. We wouldn't be able to go live unless we did like a four yes. hour marathon. The, the diff, the one thing that we do have started doing or have done for a little bit is every month sitting down and what are the topics for our podcast? What are the topics for our team meetings? Um, what are, you know, what are the birthdays coming up that we have to celebrate for our agents? Like all of the main things that you want to get done in that month, um, planning it out, having the idea. Um, so at least, you know, when you decide, okay, 
for today, for example, like what are we going to actually just <laughs> take that back? I was we, laughing. Today's kind of an exception. To the today's world. an exception. But usually we know when we sit down and record a podcast, we know what the topic is because that can take some time to figure that out. Um, so that's on a monthly basis. And one thing I did today in our content creation day that I hope to start doing more so is just writing out like this is Monday through Friday next week. And we've got different social channels. So there's different stuff that we want to get done in terms of videos. But now I've got it all laid out. Um, I've only filmed a couple, but at least I know that if I haven't done the video for the day, at least I know what the video is going to be. And so I can just jump right into creating it and then be done with it as opposed to being like, oh, what do I want to talk about today? Oh, I don't know. And then you get like distracted and start looking on Instagram for inspiration and then go down a rabbit hole. And, and three hours later, you're no better off. You haven't had conversations with your clients. Like it's just, you know, it's a, it's a bad habit to get into. So as much as you can plan it out, whether it's every single week or, or a month, um, try that, do it. It's meal planning for content is what sure. it is, right? Yeah. Which is something we also try to do. I say we, well, I use we very loosely, but. But that's, that's a really good example though. That's what it is. Well, that's what I was about to get into. But, but um, okay. Oh, sorry. Go on. I thought you were going gonna... to break that down. No, into break the. Break it down for us. Break it down. <laughs> you, no, you, you shut up. Yeah, you, you, you. Sorry. When you, when, what we do is we establish what are the meals that are going to be coming up for the week ahead. If you have kids, I'm sure we all want to do this. It's not a perfect science yet, but in doing that, it's not just laying out what's to come. It's establishing, we need to know what we need so that we're ready to go when those meals are needing to be made, right? If we're making such and such a meal on Wednesday, you need the ingredients. I don't know why you're laughing. You need to when a do- a meal needs to be made. I don't know, just what you said, it was funny. What do you do with a meal? Cooked? When a meal needs to be cooked? I don't know. It's just very like, yeah. You're making a meal. You need the stuff. So <laughs> that way on a Sunday or whatever, you order your groceries and you make sure that you've got everything lined up so that when that day comes and you're able to do a full day of work, go home, make dinner, it's all there. You're not saying, oh shit, what are we going to eat today? And you're also not saying, oh shit, we have to eat this today, but we don't have the stuff we need. Right? You're cutting out all the unnecessary things that You're are not going to Walmart out. 10 times a day. Well, like we, we still are, but we but still that's, do, but that's our it's, kids. It's fault. lessened. No, you know what? It, it's definitely lessened when we plan out meals for the week. But that, but that is the point is it's taking, it's also eliminating the, I'm not going to make this today element because that's what happens. If we've got something on the list and something gets in the way of the plan or we didn't plan effectively, we say, all right, we're just having hot dogs or craft dinner. It point, is. Yesterday, I did not defrost the meat. We had craft dinner. A vat of craft dinner. <laughs> Nobody ate. <laughs> it was a cauldron of craft dinner last night. That was, yeah, it, there was so a gourmet, dent in it. I'm telling you. It is what it is. But that's what happens. So do you want the roast or do you want the craft dinner? Because the difference is in just planning it out. That's it. Some of you would probably want the craft dinner and that's fair, but plan for it. Yeah. I like craft dinner, like craft dinner, like once a month I could deal with, but mm. more often than that, I get sick of it. 
You don't like he wants to hear my craft dinner story. Do you know you know the story about how I first made craft dinner? Yeah, I remember that. Tell us. Because I didn't Enlighten know. Us. So that was and is supposed to be one of those generic, that's the easy dish you make. Like it's almost by definition, what's an easy thing to make craft dinner, right? Mm -hmm. So I was a kid and I wanted to make craft dinner and I wasn't a, in the kitchen person or anything like that. And the ingredients on the, or the ingredients, the instructions on the box basically said, bring water to a boil, add the craft dinner. The steps are the steps, that's it. Like then whatever, milk, butter, powder, whatever. Well, all I knew about, boiling water was that you do it in a kettle. So I put the water in the kettle and it came to a boil and I poured the pasta into the kettle while it was boiling. And long story short, I couldn't figure out how to put all this stuff in there, but I did. And it cooked into the you sides. Put the cheese in too? Oh yeah. I put it all in the kettle. I didn't know that. I thought it was just the pasta. No, no. Like I put it all in there and basically it cooked into the interior of the kettle where it was just like fried pasta cheesy nastiness the kettle did not survive to see another pot of tea and no the craft dinner did not work out well either but i learned after that that you can boil water in places that aren't kettles i didn't know you could boil water in a pot i was 18 i'm just kidding i wasn't 18 how old were you oh like seven eight oh, okay i'm not sure i'm sure if my mom was here she'd be like you were 14 idiot stupid asshole you still owe me a a kettle <laughs> you owe me a kettle you bastard <laughs> you never paid uh, me back for that sorry mom <laughs> anyway moving on um yeah so so do you want cooked planet cooked nasty craft dinner in a kettle or do you want filet mignon it's up to you up to you yes so yeah plan it out get her at least not, not even like batch it like just you were going to drop your second getter get down of the episode, yeah, but you didn't. No, but, just, but just at least if you know your direction going into the day, um, that's super helpful. It just saves a lot of steps and anxiety towards putting the video out there. So do that. Um, and yeah, there's other things that you can like, you know, if you're more advanced getting into like different like things like captions and microphones, like that's one thing I notice a lot is when people are speaking without one of those little mics, um, the sound quality cannot be that, isn't that great. So keep that in mind. If you're, if you're doing a lot of those kinds of videos, get yourself like a 30 to $40 little mic from Amazon. Lavalier mic is what you need. Lavalier. And if you want to see the difference, here's a plug for my Instagram account. Go check. I put up a reel up, I don't know, a few weeks ago, Steinfeld says, that's the Instagram handle. And you will see the difference of the exact same video with and without a mic. And it is not an exaggeration. I didn't even intend for it to be that much of a ridiculous difference, but that was in a closed area that was inside the office. Imagine if you're outside um, or in a busy area, it's night and day, and it will make a difference how good your audio is to the people who actually will continue to consume what you're putting out there or even understand it. Notwithstanding, we've already established some people just don't listen with the audio to begin with. To them, you're fine. That's why you need captions. That's why you need captions. So yeah. I've started using CapCut for captions. CapCut for captions. It's a mm. tongue twister. Um, but it's a good app and it auto does the captions. I find Instagram, if you're doing it right in there, it gets really, really glitchy. 
like a lot of glitches. It's very frustrating. So um, if you do want one that gives you decent captions, and I mean, still read through them before you just click save and post because I've seen some pretty funny captions from people recently. That's like, it's not even close to what they were saying. And it's pretty hilarious, but you want to be careful because sometimes that can, that might land you in some trouble. So, um, but captions are important, especially if it's one of those like educational videos, most people, well, not most people, but a lot of people will probably listen to it with the sound off and just watch. Um, so having that is really helpful and it improves your engagement. In addition to that, I guess we're in the the hot take tip section of the episode right now. Things yeah, to consider. Transition to that. Be aware of what your title screen looks like, because in a lot of these, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, that first screen might be the thumbnail of what you've put out there. And if it's, I find the ones that have either like a text box that kind of sums up what's happening, mm-hmm. or it's a funny freeze frame of something. Like with anything else, you want to entice people to see what else is there. It's not always going to be someone scrolling, scrolling, and stopping when they get to you. And Mm -hmm. a lot of these people in the early going are going to be people who haven't seen content from you before. So when they see your name, they might not know who you are, or they might not be inclined to stop because they're not familiar with what you put out there. So do them a favor and engage them through both the title screen and to a lesser degree, but still important through the details and the content that you write on a particular post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the content like that draws back to how people are going to find you. Um, if you're putting in those keywords for the types of things people have uh, engaged with in the past, that can be important as well. So I've been hearing a lot about how there's less reliance on captions in terms of how Instagram um, targets things towards people um, and, and with the algorithm and the um, description itself filters the more of the keywords and that kind of stuff. So definitely having a good um, get good description is it can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, the title screen as well. Um, yeah, I find it depends on how you're doing it. Sometimes, there's a couple of things like be aware that usually when you're talking, having a freeze frame of you talking is not the best um, look. Um, so there's some pretty epic ones that I've seen of myself that I'm like, wow, that is it looks ugly. Like you're it looks yeah, like you're but, heaving. But be aware of that. And maybe the first couple of seconds is just you a nice smile, you know, before you jump into, right. Yeah. I mean, it, you gotta, you gotta pick and choose, but, and you get used to it, but I, I find that, yeah, you gotta be aware of like the freeze frame that you will be showing, especially on Instagram, because you can choose your cover photo. And a lot of people miss that step and then just put on whatever like awkward freeze frame they've got, um, because that shows up on your profile. Um, and you know, people are picking what they want to watch off your profile. And if it's a weird freeze, maybe, maybe it'll give you more engagement. Who the hell knows, but it's, it's just not the best. Yeah. I, I guess the caution here is anything that we've said that says, beware of this or watch out for this. All I'm hearing in my head is people saying, oh man, that's another reason I shouldn't put this up there. Mm-hmm. Or that's, yeah, don't true. use these as reasons not to do it. Yeah. We've all done it. Like 
everything. And you've heard anybody who does a lot of video now or anything like that will say the same thing and they're not lying. They don't know what they're doing. They're cringy at the stuff they put out there. When we look back at the first tons, even to this day, the stuff we put out there, a lot of it is still like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But when we look early on, this is like our, I don't know, 160th episode of this. If you take any of our first 10, 20, 30 episodes that were on video, like we were wearing suits and like, and we had all this equipment and all this stuff and we were all lined up to do it the right way. And it still looks ridiculous. And we didn't know what we were doing, but it's how we started and it kept going. And we made, you know, we made a decision that this is what we wanted to do and we stick with it and we still are here. You're stuck Still with talking. us. Still talking. This is the episode that will never later. end. All right, we're we're done. We're gonna. I'm gonna cut us off because we've been going for a while. Anyway, we can keep going. Obviously, about content creation, but it's okay. Every episode, it's we've a got never-ending process. But the main point here is just put yourself out there, put it out. I have a challenge for everybody that is listening. Do one video over this coming week by next Friday. I want everybody to have a video, put it up in the group or send us a message with a link to tag it. Our, tag our podcast somewhere on there. We will share it. We will mm-hmm. love it. The rest of this level up community will love it. We're a caring bunch. Do it. Just Let do it. See what you got. Put it out there. Yeah. And if you, if you need to take baby steps, do an Instagram story, do an Instagram story with just your voice. If you don't want to have your face on there, like spin it around and like show somebody something like a, a house tour or whatever, and just have yourself talking, like just get used to hearing your voice, um, on, on camera and maybe make that progression to seeing your face on camera, but whatever you need to do, just start somewhere, do it, do it up, tag us so we get can see your groove. progression. Start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. As always, this has been another episode of Level Up, a podcast for realtors. Have a good day. Have a good weekend. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.